I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And And this this is That Other F Word. Complete this series. (laughs) You know I don't like this game. (laughs) I love this game. Ready? It's so fun. Fight. Flight. Freeze. Oh. Uh, Fart. Now that... You is an interesting guest. Yeah. And I wonder if that is sometimes a trauma response. I would um, guess that physiologically yes. farting is probably is, something people do. Yeah, it's do. like yeah. I got the bubble guts. About to shit myself. Yeah. yeah. So, pee. excellent. Pee is, pee is yeah, pee in yourself. Right, Mitch, but that does not good start with an F. Yeah. I'm actually pretty impressed. I am very impressed. And I And he wish. wasn't as far off as you think. No, and you got freeze. Most people, most people just know. Fight or flight. Fight yeah. or flight. Right. Okay, so there's you more. Get, you get a B. You get a you okay. get a star, a silver star. And well, not quite freeze, and it's definitely not, not fart. Oh, freeze is right. Yeah, flagellate. It's not. No, it's okay. nothing. Do you want to keep fart-ish. guessing? It's animal related. Fornicate. No. I'm Whoa! Gonna, why uh, did that listen, come up? Well, like how people have sex, like in trauma, trauma response sex. It happens in the movies all the time. Isn't that normal? You no. know how like there's like a scene <laughs> that's ex- like they're. And then I they wish have sex. Stop. I wish you'd stop. <laughs> um, okay, so normal? I'm going to give you one more clue. Me- the clue is Bambi. You, okay. Fight, flight, freeze. Fire. Um, Bambi and fire have to do what with each other? There was a fire in the woods, right? At some point. Oh, at the Jesus end? Christ. Oh, I don't remember I, that. Isn't that how it? No, but okay. Okay, so what we're talking about today <laughs> are trauma responses, and the fourth one that most people don't know about is. Fawn. A baby deer's a fawn. Yeah, I, thanks, Katrina. <laughs> well, you said fire when we said Bambi, that. so fuck off. <laughs> Bambi fought you fire. Say that fire was a baby deer, though. I just okay. Okay, it's fine. The, what what do you mean by fawn? Because when you say that, I'm thinking like, oh, I'm fawning over somebody. Uh, <laughs> Well, it's not entirely incorrect. Yeah. Well, I don't see myself doing that when I get scared. Well, I don't think you would either. But, um, and I'll tell you why. So, fight or flight are well-known stress responses that occur when different hormones are released in our body. um, And they prompt you to, you know, flee from danger or stay and do what you got to do. So, if your body perceives itself to be in trouble, your system's going to work to keep you alive. Right? That's what these responses are intended to do. So fight, flight, freeze, and fawn are the broader collection of your body's natural reactions to stressful, frightening, or dangerous events. Um, So freeze and fawn are the two reactions that are less decisive, obviously, than fight or flight. I I think freeze is... Do we have a... like? Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself and I should shut up. Let's find out. Do you have like the rankings of the most common... Is that a, something that can be researched? Oh, I'm sure. So I don't have the rankings of those, but like we're specifically going to talk about one situation and how fight and flight are actually the least common. I also responses. think, by the way, so like I think we started with fight and f- fight and flight because that's an animalistic thing, right? And once upon a time we were more animalistic. I think the further we get Maybe, from yeah. our animal self, that's kind of the reason I think the other two have become more. You know, we're we're so far from the, uh, you know origin right so animals still are probably only fight and flight for the most part right i also I, think I, we just continue you know but i think freeze is still a popular one yeah like the, when certain animal uh, like possum sorry mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah or a deer 
Dear. Crushing it, finishing my sentences. Well, I actually was still talking, and you interrupted <laughs> mine. So it's if fine. If you would like to email that other effort gmail.com <laughs> and think who interrupted who, ooh, we'd would love, love a would love a poll. That'd be fun. Okay. <laughs> so I just think that if we're if we're getting back to animal, we're talking the more simplistic. But I think we are complicated now, right? Uh, well, maybe or maybe it's just that the more things are studied the more we, we understand know. a more complex spectrum of reactions mitchell was there something you'd like to say uninterrupted no okay um so <laughs> um fawn the fawn response is usually used after the other responses are not successful it's especially prevalent in people who grew up experiencing abuse um group with narcissistic parents or people who experienced neglect and rejection um, so I'm kind of confused by that though. When it says the others were unsuccessful, right. I thought it was kind of the, your, the first like initial reaction. So that implies I think sometimes it is, I think sometimes it is, but it's, it's like, also boom, 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 like, like maybe if you're running out of options, you yeah. Turn to okay. So we're talking about like bargaining. So like you've been kidnapped, you're in a basement and you've already screamed for help and you've already tried to get out of the thing the whatever's binding you and now you're like yo dude by the way cool pants listen maybe we could talk about this see what's going on we don't have to get crazy here so i love all of that verbal yes. example so it looks like over agreement being overly helpful and having your primary concern being making someone else happy sure yo out if we call it a day i'll take the you you don't even have to Work like I'll cut the toe off. Yeah, it's fine. Like, bro, give me, give me the clippers. Mm -hmm. Go rest. Go watch TV. Enjoy <laughs> your day. Do you need me to make you dinner? <laughs> I yeah, you got some Dexter <laughs> to watch, buddy. Go ahead. So, <laughs> it um, it basically stems from the process of learning that being helpful and agreeable is the best way to get by. Submissive, even. Yes. Yeah, you think about like. We can talk about this more later, but like kids that grow up in an abusive situation, mm -hmm. like learning all the cues they need sure. and what they need to avoid their parents' anger. Shit. Dad just didn't get his key in the first time, which means he's probably drunk, which means I need to go do this, 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 and this before he can actually get into this room or I'm fucked. How do yeah. I avoid him blowing up? Yeah. 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 So I, the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I think – we're going to talk about sexual assault and the role. Let me finish my sentence and then I will call on you, Mitchell. Um, the reason I'm going to talk about it is because I think this is a very feminized response. When people think about people behaving this way, they think about women. And um, I think we also look at it as weak. And so I think like there's a lot of sexism happening there. So sure. yes, Mitchell. Just as I'm now um, relating these into the stages of grieving, Oh. Would you consider freeze almost acceptance or not? I mean, because they can see both ways, but in like in that situation, it's just like I think of fuck. God, there's not really like anything I do at this point. But then at the same time, I also know that freezing for me, which I think would be pretty likely, I try to avoid scenarios in which I have to become this familiar with myself. But freezing seems like a natural response to me and just I have to make a decision 
but now I'm analyzing so then it, every yeah. single one. But then there's also, I think in that moment, there's going to be that moment of just like, I, there's not a damn thing I can do that's going to be effective at this so point. So I think of freeze as more like deer in headlights. Mm-hmm. I think it's what's really important to understand or about or a possum, as Katrina <laughs> brought up. I think what's actually the possum thing is different. We'll get into that later. But I think um, one thing that's really important to understand about all these things is maybe acceptance is part of it, but these are all automatic. These aren't choices you're making. Sure. This is just what your body is doing. Sure. Yeah. So, <coughs> so, <coughs> so the fawn response, it can be like, especially confusing for people. Um, afterwards um because you can feel confused and guilty because of how you acted right um especially if you're someone who already suffers from ptsd and even if you're being treated poorly your instinct drives you to soothe your abuser instead of resorting to flight or fight and i feel like i understand why for the victim that's kind of a mind fuck later on sure sure so general behavior, if you're wondering if you're someone who has a fawn response, um, over-dependence on the opinions of others, little to no boundaries, vulnerability to narcissists, and being easily controlled. And so one area that I really, like, was brought to mind for me um, was understanding sexual assault responses because I feel like we as a culture, you know, we have this thought of like, well, people respond differently to sexual assault, but people say that, but really in the back of our minds, we're like, why didn't she leave? Why didn't she fight back? Why didn't, you know what I mean? You hear that even in court cases all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, did you say no? Did you try to fight? Like, you know what I mean? Um, so it's a common misconception that victims will fight back or try to run away. Fight and flight are the least common responses to sexual assault. Sure. Yeah. Um, Realistically, women resist passively and not fight back. Don't fight back. So, because then you've got a physical, I mean, your physical harm at that point. Right. Fight and flight aren't options. Right. It's not just because you could, you didn't choose them, it's because they're not choices. Right. Well, I mean, by that point, you've already attempted to resist. Right. Like, uh, possibly. possibly. In different yeah. ways. Sure. In different ways. I'm not saying physically tried to resist but you've there's been a moment where you tried to get out of the situation like you didn't say yeah let's go do that right Right. Mm -hmm. you did not joyfully actively consent consent, right so clearly like you've subconsciously run through those first two options right like subconsciously those two options have already failed yeah. But I, so I think in our society, we like view the fight or flight as the correct response yeah. if you're a victim. Oh, but yeah. it's, I think it's safe There's to say no that everybody in this room and probably, hopefully, most of the people listening know that there isn't a right response right. to but, that. And, and to your point on that, and the reason that we seem to hold fight and flight, excuse me, we hold flight up to this pedestal level tier of honor and dignity and you That's fought right. you went out going it's, it goes back to the fucking vikings and right going yeah. to valhalla where you're a coward if you just run away and mm-hmm. the other ones we don't even acknowledge those because we we already did one of the aggro we live in a country where there there's two kinds of people in this world 
You hear people say that all the time, and then they quickly divide three billion people into two groups. Whether it's you got you people who like grape jelly and people who like strawberry jelly. You're it's right. It's only two kinds of people in this world, and they do that the same. We we need two options: Republican, Democrat. Right. Well, your fighters are people who lay down and take it. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I th- exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. And I think we um Oh, n- never mind. I I like And and it, and I think a lot of that goes back to the there's a certain there's two kinds of people in this world. Those who still want theory of natural selection but don't believe in evolution. And those who realize that we don't have any natural predators and that we don't have to fight. Right, right. <laughs> also, I think that we really don't know until we were put in a situation. Oh, for sure. I think, I think a lot of people like to say, like you were saying, it's super macho. And of course I'd fucking fight because I'm tough me? and I'm mean and I'm this. Right up until. Like yeah, right I, up I, until I, someone's in your face. And I might have even told this joke on, uh, on a previous episode. And I'm sorry that I, as a police officer joke. Uh, but these kids get pulled over. These two guys get pulled over. Cop comes around to the driver's side, just whaps this dude right in the side of the head with the back of the back end of his mag light, and says, "Do you know why I pulled you over?" He's like, "God damn, that hurt." No, why? He goes, "You were speeding," and uh, gets his license. And uh, he's like, "All right, I'm gonna let you go with a warning." Smacks him again in the side of the head with the end of his mag light, and says. All right. Walks around to the passenger side, tells him to roll his window down. Passenger rolls his window down, smacks that dude in the side of the head with his maglot. And guy's like, what the fuck did you do that for? He goes, because you'd have got about five feet down the road and said, I mean, I wish he'd have done that to me. It's a joke. Oh. But it, it, it's this. It's like what Katrina was saying is like <laughs> people are very quick to right. go, man, I wish that, that happened to me. I'll yeah, tell you I what, did, I, what I'd, I'd have done. I'll tell you You're what right. I'd have done. Yep. Okay, two things. Number one, I hate that joke. Number two, <laughs> number two, shock. I don't think you. I have heard you tell that joke before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, it's it's one of those jokes where it's like, no, that really, I get it. That really does. Break. Yeah. It just, again, I, it could yeah. have been anybody but a cop. But well, and I think like this <laughs> idea. Well, the cop eliminates that that ab- ability to fight back, though. It's like if you if you walked sure. up to Rin, smacked her in the face, mm-hmm. and I said, "I wish he'd have done that to me." See what fucking happened. In reality, is you could come, you could have come up and smacked me in the face, and my reaction would have been absolutely nothing. Also, right? Like, right, you know what I mean? Right. And yes, right. I, I totally that's get exactly. I get exactly what you're saying. It's like, yeah, if you'd have fucking talked to me like that, you'd have stepped to me like that. I stepped the fuck right back, and right. it's like, no, no, you wouldn't. Would you? Would, would you? you? You'd like to think so, and you're behind your fucking computer, but you get in my face, we'll see who the fuck's going to fight, right? You know, and it's, it's exactly so 100% I think, that. Yeah, I think um, for anyone, not just people with sexual assault, but anybody who is dealing with trauma, like this mindset of that you're talking about, Mitch, is like very debilitating, right? It just mm-hmm. like causes all kinds of shame and stuff. Sure. Um, so... Victims well, you've can been exp- trained to be ashamed and to be subservient. Right. Yep. Like that's how you have survived. It's just implicit in our makeup, basically. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's important to understand that victims can experience what is called habitual or survival reactions, um, and these responses are all automatic. So habitual, it's kind of like what you were talking about before. It's like 
So you behave in such a way, if we're talking about sexual assault, you behave in such a way like you would anyway if you were trying to get someone to not have sex with you. Like, oh, you know, it's it's late or whatever mm-hmm. you would say in any other situation if you just weren't feeling it. And then there's the survival instincts that we'll talk about now. So some of the common passive automatic reactions, some of these aren't fawning, but they're related. So fawning, it's described as an all-consuming and inexplicable urge to ingratiate ourselves to the dominant other. And it's a biological imperative to make nice with the perpetrator by just letting it happen, basically. So then you've got temporary paralysis, fainting, zoning out, freezing, which is, you know, you don't know what to do. Um, so that's kind of what you were talking about earlier. Which, and it, it is, I think, okay. Mm-hmm. Freezing seems to fit in Fawning and freezing are almost like tied together in a way. You yeah. know what I mean? Then there's submission. Um, and then there's one called befriend and tend, which is kind of like also what you were talking about earlier. These are all kind of, you could see how they all kind of interplay. There's faint or flop, which is playing dead. Um, and then disassociation, which is where you're just like actively being assaulted and you're like, I'm at the beach. What do what shapes can I make yeah. out of the stuff on the ceiling? So what's interesting is like um, when we're talking about like so when I was thinking about kids who grew up in you know domestic violence situations or where they're having to learn constantly how to deal with like abusive parents or something, there is a group of people who generally this is true for most of them. And that's people who aren't white (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) because basically they grow up in an environment where even if their parents are not violent, even if they have a very happy home situation, they're living in a world where they're experiencing neglect and rejection um, just on the daily. So when I looked all this up, there was a black woman who had a blog and she was talking about using the fawn response as a way to deal with whiteness in her world. Um, So she said, my exceptionally ingrained fawning expertise made me a perfect worker. I worked myself to exhaustion, took feedback on my appearance work, and endured microaggressions with chin slightly tucked and eyes down. I rarely questioned my predominantly white bosses' bodies and faces. I simply did what I had learned all my life. I asked how high and how hard I had to work to minimize any level of unease and discomfort for them. And it worked. I secured my job and paycheck for that moment, that day, and that week. I survived. When white people present as uncomfortable, others are expected to drop everything and meet their needs with a quickness. Fully realizing her own response. So th- basically, she wrote this after and like really understood this fond response she was having after she had a white colleague in a meeting who screamed and was throwing chairs. Um, mm-hmm. And <laughs> she had to, she basically like was cool and like made everything okay for everybody else and then went to her car and screamed. Um and she was saying that basically, so you've got white male rage and then white women crying. And it's like a mm-hmm. similar effect. Um, and all the focus goes on reestablishing their comfort and contentment regardless of the matter at hand. Um, and so her advice was take a beat to decenter yourself. Decenter yourself. Um, everyone in the room has a place and a purpose. And in any given moment, yours might be to sit back and actively listen. Um, so I thought that was really something to reflect upon (laughs) yes because basically i mean i think most white people don't realize it but we do like have a giant chunk of the population that are walking around traumatized i mean 
Um, I've been reading this book called Cast, which I think I mentioned previously on the podcast, but it's everybody should read it. Um, but it's basically, it was talking about how, um, you know, in our country, black people suffer from, you know, a higher proportion of like diabetes and like heart attacks and all these issues that cause premature death. Um, people in Africa don't have the same right. issues. It's because they're walking around in trauma and having to have all these hormones that we're talking about that cause all these things. This is harmful for your body when you're dealing right. with this all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and so I guess like when we're women or other you know, men who are talking about being victims of sexual assault, like this is all really important to understand. And I think that, um, I think it's important rather than just like, well, it's okay to react different ways to rape, to, like to understand, like that's, it's more powerful, I think, to understand why it happens and that the non ideal, according to society response is actually the most typical response and completely explainable. I think that's really powerful. But I also think it's important to understand the other aspects of this. Do you know people like this? Do you know fawners? Yeah. I do too. Yeah. At work, a lot. And then just a couple in real life. And it, yeah. It, like, I know that they're doing it, and it makes me uncomfortable for them. Yeah. You know, or you're like, like, why don't, no, just do the like thing you, I'm telling you to do. Like, just, just yeah. don't, don't do this. Don't take it. But yeah, like, or just, do you really want to do that? Or did you just say, I'll do whatever everybody else wants to do? Like, it's, we, the, we, we, okay, so what are some ideas for lunch? Where do, I, like, I don't care where we go. I'm, I'm down for whatever. We could go here, 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 or here. I'm like, you just listed off the last four places we went. Is that because you like, know that those are easy places to go? Like, it, like I, there are people that will, and, and it backfires sometimes because I meet these people, and I, and again, like you can almost tell, like you don't, you're not giving me your actual opinion. You're giving me the opinion you, you think that the, I want to hear that these people want to hear, and yet, like you you you're feigning this interest in things around you. You're and then when people try to talk to you, you, you don't really, you you get caught up and you don't, and it, it's sad and it, it hurts me. And, and I'm not saying it annoys me or it pisses me off. It's like, I want to hug you and tell you yeah. that you have your opinion, the things that you want to do, like, let's do those. I don't care how weird it is. I think it's also really powerful to understand so, like, instead of just being annoyed by those people or looking at it as weak, you know, like we've talked about people who over-apologize. Like, not. there's physiological reasons why people behave well, the way they right. do. And again, sure, this sure, is sure. like all the, that's in the immediate, Some a car is coming at you and it's your response. It's not, we're, we're not talking about time. It's just, that's your, your knee jerk is you run, you freeze, you you try to you make your car bigger <laughs> right i mean but you know but it is it's the immediate response it's an immediate yeah. you know someone comes at it's you automatic. and they're going to rape you what do you do at this point yeah and it's like well the fawners 
try to make it maybe not be as much of a rape and it's like oh well i'm going to pretend to be compliant maybe it's not yeah. so bad and well, then there are people like, who fight there are people who run and there are people who do absolutely nothing I well mean, i don't know that i wouldn't have a fawn response in a high trauma situation sure. i'll I mean, be honest like none of us know and that's the point i think that point really is unless like you are an actual like trauma responder right i don't think you know how you're going to react unless that's your actual like job you know you say mm-hmm. that like it's an occupation well, my, I mean, if you're a fireman or, you know, things okay. like, <laughs> like an ER doctor. Like, Worst job I'm ever. Brand new trauma. I'm here to respond. To <laughs> no, like any, what I'm saying is someone who actually literally deals with like emergency situations uh, on. Yeah. No, I know. Clutch. I just. The, yeah. But but Mitch's idea of someone whose job it is to just receive trauma. <laughs> yeah. Not that's great. Should not a great line, line of work. That sucks for them. But I'd like one. Thank <laughs> you. You this. Nope. This one is getting my trauma today. <laughs> Right here, Pat. Just skip me and that one right there, right over there. It's my trauma responder. Telling that to my trauma coach. (laughs) Exactly. My trauma responder is over to my left. uh, Address them directly. Thanks. No, I'm talking about like you know. Yeah. No. Of course. You know, ER. Like I said, ER docs, ER nurses, firefighters. You know, those guys, paramedics. um, Unless that's your job. Yeah. I don't know that anybody knows unless they've been for some reason in a traumatic situation yeah. now i will say the articles i read they weren't like here's the fawn response and everything here is totally cool it was like if you think this is something that you were struggling with you should get help for it. like that's right you know yeah. it's not so it's about saying like everything is it, it's it's not that this response is wrong but there are but there are underlying ways. well there's yes. also probably something underlying that causes you to Correct. respond that way and that's the that's the thing to work on yes yeah all right well this was fun that's sad it, well, it is, but I, like I think a it's, bit, it's but empowering to understand that, like, what you see in someone else isn't weakness, it's biology, and it's important to help people understand. Well, it's, it's just yeah. my, iri- my my initial reaction to be, like, if somebody was irritated with someone's response, like, well, how the fuck do you think you'd respond? Right. Like, really? Has that ever happened to you? Right. Then shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, unless somebody actually came and attacked you with a knife, I don't want to fucking hear what you think your response would be. <laughs> very true you know shut the fuck up like literally go, go write a fanfic like, about it go yeah go do whatever you do <laughs> fuck off tell your 4chan friend right, that well exactly. yes that's exactly what i was thinking basically but like exactly like literally go talk to your echo chamber go play a video your game where you get size to kill someone yeah i'm out yeah. so um okay so what do you think so rin you think you'd fawn I th- I think I might like I, I and, and and just in, in and general, it would depend on the situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Am I being held in somebody's basement? I I might choose to fall in that scenario. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> you are so handsome. Yeah. Has anybody ever told you how handsome you are? Yeah, and I think <laughs> in a situation like that, yeah, it's like if that's a whole different thing, right? You start with the whatevers you would start with initially, and then you start working through and the negotiations and the well, you know. And I was so we were talking on the way over, Katrina, about embodiment. And, and about how, like, actually some of these things like dissociation are things that our body does to protect us. Like, yeah. we have to look at this in a really holistic way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, some of these things our body does as a gift to us to, like, help, you know, we can process this trauma later, but right now we just don't well it's how like sometimes you've been in an accident people don't remember right that the lead up the actual accident you know things like that it's literally like you said you're this is stuff that your body and mind are going to do possibly independent of each other yeah but also in concert that's right yeah and so uh you know 
Sometimes it's yeah. not a good concert. And sometimes it's important to listen to your body. <laughs> yeah. And maybe avoid some of these trauma situations if, if possible. If possible. So. But yeah, I think like we need to be grateful when our body lets us <laughs> take a vacay sometimes. <laughs> sorry, I was gonna... What, Mitchell? guys listening to my body here in a bit. I oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, man, it's great. That's great. been listening to my body all morning. Fantastic. You're a treat. You are such a treat. <laughs> so, all right. Okay, we're well, going to wrap this yeah, sucker like up. Us, uh, subscribe, like. Please tell all your friends how great this is. And uh, email us with any topics you want us to talk about. Um, or if you'd like to be a guest, maybe you have some sage uh, advice or knowledge that maybe we'd like to yeah um, <laughs> find us on social um, social meds um at we're on instagram at the other f word pod and facebook Did you really bring up social i was just watching the outsiders meads. the other day and so the socials okay. i don't know anything so, about that what yeah okay anyway. okay um so yeah so um remember that we love you and to listen to your body and how you are and how oh you react God, to things is fine. It should have been fight, flight, freeze, and feminism. Damn it. Also fart. And fart. Fight, f- flight, flight, freeze, freeze fawn, fe- fart, fart, feminism. feminism. And remember, feminism isn't a bad word. Love you, bye.